0: Hi everyone, welcome back to the Embodied Women Podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. And I'm Daisy. If you don't know me yet, I'm a holistic health and lifestyle coach, and mainly just a very passionate woman um, loving a lot of things um, natural, motherhood, cosmetics, beauty, lifestyle, homemaking, um, anything that brings. back and brings me back to my roots, to the basics, to the simplicity of life, to the beauty of life, and to really get to the core of who we are, to the core of who I am, and to live in our truth. So that is what I'm sharing on this podcast, and I'm very happy that you're here, and today I wanted to talk with you about fasting, because it's a big trend that I see everywhere all around us, that we all see around us, and there's a lot of pros and cons and a lot of things attached to it. And with all things trends, I'm very careful um, regarding the fact that when it's a trend and when more people are doing it, we tend to also just give it a shot. And there's nothing wrong with trying something out that has worked for someone else, it's that. We can make these decisions doing them uninformed and they might be more um, detrimental, I forgot the right word in English, but more harming than good for your specific body or for your specific body type or where you're at in your life. And this is why... It is so important to learn how to take ownership of your own health and to learn how to navigate the, so to say, diet industry and the health industry because they're very closely um, correlated and um, connected to each other. Um, One, because there's a big business behind it and it's a good... like. I want to say it's a good business there's a lot of things and people with great intentions putting work out there Um, but there's also people that start businesses or are doing business or are marketing certain things that not necessarily will um, have the best intentions but with that being said it is good to to think about and to do your research first on fasting. And as a disclaimer, I love doing research. I love, but no. And I also love trusting my intuition and looking back to how we naturally do things. How we do things, have done things in our life and what feels natural to us in the most wholesome way. Because there's just a lot of edges to to everything that we are researching at uh, these days. And also with the amount of science that is out there. And I just believe, and if you've been listening to me for a while and following me on Instagram. Because then there has been a research proving something for everything. Um. So I'm not sure how valid that is or how valid that becomes when we start basing our decisions solely on evidence, um, as I think we live in quite an evidence-based society, um, and less on our intuition and our gut feelings and on seeing the bigger picture, so to say, not just seeing the short-term goals, but also seeing what the effects are for your health and for the environment, for your families, and for the world, so to say. So, with that being said, my vision on intermittent fasting is that fasting is good for the body. In senses or in words of your body having a break from food. Now, there's also, um, there's, there's a lot of difference between a man and a woman. A woman has a very complex and complicated uh, hormone system that changes um, from day to day, from month to month, as we all know. And then also it changes, like literally from minutes, from our inver- environmental Um, impact from the things that we do, from the things that we're feeling, the things that we say, um, the stress that we have. And not eating, actually, is a form of stress on the body. And now you can think of this in many ways. It is true that when you're eating, your body needs to do work. So your body needs to work to, in order to process the food. But supposing that you're not eating every minute, every second of the day, it it is taking breaks in between. And naturally, when you stop eating, let's say around 8, and you wake up and you have breakfast around 8, um, you naturally fast for 12 hours. And... If you do desire, for example, to do intermittent fasting, I always recommend for women to do it um, not more than 12 hours and like max 14. That would be my advice. There's also a lot of research saying that if you don't have an appetite in the morning, this could also have to do with your hormones being not fully imbalanced and now i'm a holistic health coach i'm also a life coach and many other things that i like to contemplate or philosophy philosophy about Um, but it's not my specialization to go all in depth about hormones and all those things, because I research and teach in the, the mindset behind food and the way we do things and the relationship that we have with it and the reason behind the choices, the intentions that we make and the way we can nourish our bodies. So there's a lot that comes to look at and there's a lot of experts, a lot of specialists, in other areas, um, and I'm giving you my my review and my look at, but with hormones, um, I forgot where I just left you. Um, but for for women with yeah, so twelve to fourteen hours would be my advised max, and it's actually also like I said a stress to the body to not eat, because if you think about it, if a body, a person, didn't have food for a period of time, the body would become in a stress mode. Yes, it would lose weight, but it would also be stressed to the body, while when people would get nourishing foods, they could actually heal, they needed those foods to heal themselves. And what I see way too often is that we add this intermittent fasting routine to a already quite low nourishing uh, or no low nutrient based diet Um, and then we're also taking away the opportunity for our bodies to to have more meal times um if you're following me there so that is that is looking to a specific person to their specific situation. Um, it's a plus, like it adds up, and actually, in negative because you're probably or might be already um, eating foods that are not nourishing enough, or you're eating foods that you think will help you lose weight or lose fat, and these things are also very problematic, especially for women because they often lead to your metabolism slowing down, your thyroid slowing down, um, your hormones might be off whack and these things actually might be causing you to gain weight in the long run instead of losing weight, which was your intended goal, which makes you feel like you eat to eat less and less and less or less often or less fat or less sugar or less of everything, and you might be eating a very um, malnourishing diet, not malnourished-based diet. Now, this is what I'm explaining for women, and I think that we live in a society where it's so praised and so looked out for to look lean, to look low-fat, and a lot of other things that we have as beauty standards in, um, in our everyday lives and they're very much also often based on on men because men have lower like naturally they have a lower fat percentage um and they're made for different things they're made to go out and hunt and they are made to um yeah to be more muscular and to have all these things and i'm not saying that women cannot have muscles they definitely can but the the thought pattern that is um causing more harm i think than good is that we as women think that we want to look the same or we want to look similar in senses of um, low fat and high muscles Um, while for the main reason why we came to this earth um, as women to birth children and to be fertile um, we need fat and we need our fats from easy accessible sources as animal fats, animal, um, I want to say protein, but yeah, there's also fats in the animal protein, um, because they're easier to digest. They're easy to absorb. And also the other nutrients and vitamins and minerals we can absorb. And, with our complex system of hormones, wanting to prepare for um, a child, a pregnancy. Um, and even if you don't, you're like for a woman that goes into menopause or a, a woman that is um, uh, not planning to, to get pregnant but wants to have a healthy uh, cyclist cycle and um, want to have less, um, how do you say that, symptoms throughout the whole cycle, it's so important to have a body that naturally knows what to do and when to do it um, every day of the month and then you get in close contact with your body. And eating a nourishing-based diet um, with very simple, easy-to-absorb foods that is not necessarily based on you losing weight, but for you to um, be nourished, to survive, to prepare for... Um, for conception. Um, even if you are not planning to have children. That's naturally what your body will always try to be doing. Um, and how a healthy feminine body works. So that's what it's always working towards to you. So to say. And it's just... You can be so healthy. On a way that fits you perfectly, that you feel good in, that you feel thriving, you feel nourished, you feel energized, you feel happy, you feel content, you feel at peace, and you're not feeling like you're constantly on this red race of uh, burning yourself out, trying other tricks, trends, uh, hypes to lose more weight or get more of this, Um, but you're making peace with yourself in your specific body and allowing it to be nourished and to feel good and to feel steady and to be calm and centered and at peace with that because you're at peace with yourself and that is for women and for men um, the rates would be a little higher if you're doing intermittent fasting um because as i said they do have a lower um fat percentage even though I think that it's more um, accept- acceptable or healthy for a man to fast for longer periods of time. It also, in this case, really depends what they're eating on other um, times of the day and uh, how they're being nourished. How is their sleep? What are their activities? Um, because like it, it gets a lot It gives a lot of uh, mental clarity for a lot of people and especially for men. And there's a lot of researches and reasons um, to back that up. Um, But you can also have a lot of mental clarity and um, all these benefits that it gives you by eating the right nutrition. Um, And that is always different for everyone, but in the base um, I wanted to say rules, but not rules, but in the base foundations of a nourishing diet, um, we will all need to look at where our food is coming from, what the sources are, um, if it's processed food, what oils are you using? What fats are you eating? Are you eating enough fats? Are you eating enough protein? Um, do you get carbs in? Because um, I personally don't, um stand for or believe that we need to cut out carbs uh fully i don't think that's healthy for the researches that i've done um of course there's carbs in different ways and forms and um also in different amounts for men for women but since i'm mostly referring to women maybe you have a partner maybe you have a friend that you think of right now that you think they might need help, or they might benefit from what I've shared here, um, but I think it's good to know the difference between men and women, as I do know that there's a few, some um, men listening as well, um, so that is good to to keep in the back of your mind one while, or when you're making the decision of wanting to do something like this, wanting to try it out, and there's nothing wrong again with experimenting, but always be very... Um, aware of the changes that you're experiencing and don't fool yourself. Like, be honest with yourself if it's actually making you feel good or maybe on certain areas of your life you feel like your, your prestation or your energy or your connection to yourself or your connection to your friends or your loved ones or your partner is lowering down because you're uh, disassociating for from communities, from yourself or from people because you want to avoid certain things in order to achieve a certain state of health. And I don't think that that is healthy. And this also comes to your personal situation because sometimes we need to take a step back from people that are not adding on to our lives anymore. But if they do and you do truly care about them but you notice yourself avoiding um the connection avoiding the um, the social interaction or food in general then i think it's good to think about if that's really what you want and if not how can you change that how can you turn that around how can you um, maybe bring your own food if if the food that is being shared really doesn't fit your um desired health desires (laughs) um so there's many ways to do certain things and it again health doesn't just come to what you're eating it comes to your relationships the connections that you have with other people and yourself what you're doing in your daily life what are your routines your lifestyle your habits how do you talk to yourself how do you feel about yourself there are so many more things that come to health um so those are all things that you need to keep in mind and for women when it comes to intermittent fasting or the whole concept about fasting, I think often it can be way, way healthier when um, a woman learns how to nourish themselves and how to feel good on a nourishing and wholesome, fulfilled diet uh, that is giving, giving them everything they need. Instead of lowering down um, or diluting what they're eating again, and not just for their physical health, but also for their uh, mental health, and to address what is actually um, what it actually is that you want. Um, is it really that you think it will be good for you to lose some more weight? Or is it a obsessive need for um, losing losing weight? I had a little brain there because I needed to sneeze. Um, but the yeah the important question that you or a friend or anyone you know that a woman can ask herself is to what the reason is that they want to start doing this and if it's really aligned with their true wishes and desires and if they're not um downgrading themselves or if you're not um hurting yourself maybe even more or maybe you need to think about looking at what it is that you need to work on it and you need to heal in order for you to truly be happy and feeling thriving and that might not just be that next best um, diet trend that promises you to feel amazing and makes you feel sort of um, off track or behind or running behind the facts um, on your own health journey because you're not feeling that way and you're also not doing what they're doing and they're feeling great. So yeah, you might be even feeling guilty or ashamed or um, failing because you're not there yet or you're um, not doing those things and that might be your motivation to start doing something like that instead of looking at what actually needs to be healed and solved. So I'm going to leave it with that because... It's a long subject, it's in-depth, and it's very personal. But I hope that there was good information and insights and inspiration for you to to think about and to set your mind to, to maybe uh, help another person or maybe share with another person. And it's a very different um, look at intermittent fasting. Um, so maybe, yeah, you haven't heard this before, um, and I'm not, how do you say that, like, taking it down, um, because again, there's a lot of, um, positive research about it, and there's also negative research about it, which is always the case, so you always have to use your own clever mind, because I know you're damn clever, um, and your intuition, and then do your research, ask yourself the questions, ask others the questions, and then let yourself make the best informed and most self-loving, most importantly, decision that you can make, and let yourself enjoy your fucking life. Let yourself enjoy the food, um, choose to nourish yourself, choose to do the things that actually make you feel nourished and happy and fulfilled and wholesome, and contend with your life and who you are in your body. Those are the real things that are going to help you and are going to make a difference for you. So with that being said, that was today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And until the next one, I love you very much and have an amazing rest of your day.